Yo, what's up? Welcome to Demo Listen, episode eight. I am Gray. I'm joined as always by my co-host, Nathan. The premise of our podcast is extremely simple. Uh, We just listen to bands, punk and hardcore and punk and hardcore adjacent bands that people submit us. Um, It's got to be new music. It's uh, not a critique, not a review show. We just listen to it, react honestly. We both uh, are grown-ass men who still, well, actually, as we speak, Nate is ordering uh, an absurd amount of records uh, on his tablet. So um, we just really love punk and hardcore still. It's, in fact, one of the only things we love. So we give new bands an opportunity to be, he- to be heard, even if, even if it's shit that we don't really fuck with. Um, so the format is as, is as follows. We uh, bring about 10 bands up in the queue. We roll a D10, and then we just pick what, uh, what goes on. Although today... Uh, we we do have kind of a special exception because we had a band hit us up to do a premiere of a song that isn't actually released yet. So I said, yeah, we can do that. Um, that said, don't be hitting my inbox constantly asking for that because we definitely won't do it all the time. But every once in a while, I think it's a cool idea. Isn't this a favor for somebody? It's not really a favor. I yeah. mean, he's he's a homie, but like... That's what I mean. Yeah. It's not really a favor, but like, you know, we right. know you. Right, exactly. Right. Right. Yeah. So... We uh, we'll go ahead and read off the uh, the bands that we have in the queue, and uh, then we'll get to rolling dice, baby. So first up, we've got Rejoice from Columbus, Ohio, with their demo. Uh, this just came out a couple weeks ago. Um, don't know nothing about it. Got submitted to me by uh, dude who runs the label that uh, that put it out, and uh, that's about it. It's uh, on de- delayed gratification records. I know nothing else about it. He said it was on the more chaotic side of hardcore, so that could mean many different things. Yeah. Um, then we have got The Choice with Moonstomp Session on Xerox Records. Again, know nothing about this other than that it is appears to be straight edge because I see three X's uh, on the on the cover of the tape. Sounds like some Wiccan shit. Some Wiccan shit? Yeah, Moonstomp, man. Uh, what? No, I think that's I think that's ska shit. I don't know shit about ska. Yeah, fair enough. Um, no, this is some Wiccan shit, because next up we have Missing with the record The Miserablest from New Orleans, and they are some very dark boys. Are they really? Yes. It's, it was described to me as goth, goth slash death rock, and uh, their band camp page is all black, and their promo shot there obscured by a mist of fog. Okay. So I, I like that. That could go, again, one of, one of two ways, you know what I mean? I mean, when you think about it, most everything can go one of two ways. Pretty much everything, <laughs> everything in life could go one of two ways, good or bad. Yeah. That's right. Um, then we've got The Surfs with Songs of Surfdom. Um, this is a band that feature, features members of uh, Crime of Passing, who's a really cool Ohio-based uh, post-punk band. Then we've got Big Laugh with their demo from Milwaukee, uh, features members of Gangstalker. So if you heard uh, the episode in which we talked about Gangstalker, this is some of the same folks from that. Then we have got One Minute Run with their self-titled EP. Um, I know nothing about this. They self-submitted this. Uh, we'll see what's up with it. Then I've got the self-titled EP by End on End on Dog Years Records. Um, the band Gum, which Nathan and I both really fuck with, uh, was also on, on Dog Years. They're doing some cool stuff right now. Um, then we've got Pleather from Hattiesburg, Mississippi with their Summer Dreaming tape. Um, this was recommended to me by the folks from uh, Judy and the Judy Jerks. And, Judy and the Jerks, yeah, sorry. So also, if I'm extra stuttery, I've been extra stuttery the last few days. Um, 
you know, don't make fun of me. I have a neurological condition, so. I never make fun of anyone. Well, I'm not sure that's true. <laughs> Pretty true. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, we've got Taking Meds. They are based out of New York. Um, this is my homie Skyler's band. He he submitted this full with the knowledge that it may get roasted by you. I know this record very well. I've listened to it. I enjoy it. Um, Nathan, you may not. Well, we'll see. I don't want to be. I don't want to be the go-to Simon Simon Cowell, right? Of uh, hardcore. R- yeah. Right, right. 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 Like you know. I'm just being frank. Sure. And also, you know, sometimes before we get to the last band uh, in the queue, I, I do want to say a lot of people have hit us. I think uh, I think maybe sometimes people focus on, on the negative stuff because people will be like, you know, does Nate like anything? Honestly, I feel like you like at least half of everything that gets sent in. Yeah. You just because I'm not freaking out about something doesn't mean I don't like it. Like, right. you know... It's not like we, we're in a binary system of hate it or love it. Right, exactly. So right. I think that's important to keep in mind because also, so, you know, Nathan's 42, been listening to this music for 25, 26 years. I've quite literally been listening to this since I was born. My dad was a punk in the 80s. So, like, it takes a lot to get us excited. But if we say we like something, even if we're like, not ecstatic about it we're not lying you know yeah. what i'm saying i think people just that that's how things i don't live on the internet right but i get the feeling mm-hmm. that that's how you're expected to be you're either all in on something right or you're fucking bagging on it right totally yeah, and there's exactly. no in between they want you to fucking be all about it right or you know fuck that shit it's canceled yeah it's the age of hot takes for right. sure sometimes we just gotta just gotta take you know right. not a hot take just a take. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of hardcore is like, just fine. It's cool. It's good. It's just dandy. It's just fine. It doesn't offend my sensibilities in the least. Doesn't get me excited either. And that's right. totally fine. Right. Count that as us liking something because we didn't say bad things about it. Um, and then last up, we have the band whose song we're premiering, Hushed from Michigan. And uh, this is off a, a tape that they have coming up soon. Uh, so that's everything we got in the queue. You want to go ahead and get to rolling dice and see what's up first? Two. All right. Two is the choice with Moonstomp session. Oh, it's that Wiccan band. Yeah, it's that Wiccan band. Um, the Bandcamp is Xerox Records HC.bandcamp.com, and then you should be able to see uh, see it on there. Let's see what they got tagged on here: Punk, Chain, Hardcore Punk, Stomp, and Chico. So they've self-identified as Chain Punk. Um, yeah, I'm not up on what that is. Like the chain punk egg punk dichotomy. Yeah, because I like again, mm-hmm. I don't live on the fucking internet. It was an internet phenomenon for sure. So it's like, it it was a joke that some dude in a band did like a year ago and made a chart, like probably like an in joke like you and I have. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where like in their friend group they made two distinct categories: egg punk and chain punk. And egg punk is like, you know. Uh, Stuff that veers into the sort of new wavy, spazzy stuff. Stuff like, you know, Coneheads and shit like that. I like Egg Punk. Shit, shit that I love. And then Chain Punk is like, would be considered more stuff like Gag and shit like that. I like Which, Chain Punk. Right, exactly. It's two sides of the same point. Here's the point, thing. Right? There's already so... Listen, don't start any fucking jokes without explicitly stating it's a joke and right. don't take it seriously, number one. Because right. people don't understand nuance anymore, mm-hmm. right? So don't do that because the last fucking thing we need is more and more splitting and splitting of different forms of punk and hardcore. Yeah. And, yo, 
the choice, mm-hmm. take that fucking chain tag out of your description. <laughs> Don't fucking buy into it. Right? You're hardcore. Are you hardcore? Are you punk? Guess what? It's all the fucking same. There you go. Stop splitting it down. Yeah. You're going to pigeonhole yourself. It's a, it's a mistake you're going to regret for the rest of your fucking life. <laughs> maybe not the rest of their lives, but maybe for a little while. I'm telling you. <laughs> so, you don't want people to know too much about you. Right. You want an air of mystery. Don't tell them what it is because then they pigeonhole you. You get some fucking egg punk. It's like, well, I don't like egg punk. I'm not listening to chain right. punk. Right. And you get the chain punks like, well, I don't like chain punk. I'm not listening to egg punk. Right. You fucking put the chain punk in your descriptor. That's half the fucking crowd that's not even listening to you. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you what. Most of y'all are tourists anyway. This is some star-bellied Sneetches shit. It really you is. You know what I'm saying? Just like, fucking, most, most of you are going to be out in five years anyway. Don't fight. Just fucking knock it off. Right. Right? So we've admonished the choice before <laughs> hearing a second Well, that doesn't music. mean I'm not going to like your music. Right, I'm right. just saying the choice you're making is a bad ones right now. <laughs> Okay. Are you uh are you on the are you on their page? Yeah, I'm there. Okay, cool. So uh what song do we want to do? Um uh, Well, there's a long one, Saturday night, and then two short ones and then two long ones. Yeah. Let's go with uh Well, one is a Ramones cover. Yeah, yeah, beat on the brat. Um, which so, is promising. I fuck with that. Yeah, but I don't need to hear it. Right, of course. And they're not gonna play it better than Ramones, so right. what the fuck? Yeah, exactly. Um so let's uh listen to the Sucking Up, track two. Okay, cool. So we're going to hear Sucking Up by the choice off of Moonstomp Session. All right, we just heard the song Sucking Up by The Choice off of their release Moonstomp Session. Nate, take us away. Uh, standard AB, AB, solo. Mm-hmm. Let's get the fuck out hardcore. Right. Right. Two parts of the song. Part A, part B, part A, part B, solo, out. Yeah. It's uh, a tried and true mm-hmm. format. Tried and true sound. Two main riffs. Nothing wrong with that. I like it. Yeah, it was cool. I'm uh, not freaking out about it. Right. But uh, yeah, I like it. So this is a perfect example. Uh, you know, we're not we're not doling out hot takes and and uh, hyper memorable quotables on this. But take note, listeners. We both enjoy this release. I'd check this band out if they came through. For sure. I wouldn't drive a few hours to go see them. Right. But, uh, yeah, i definitely check this band out if they came through, enjoy their set, buy their shit. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, again, this is like a formula that, you know, it's really hard to go wrong with if you're either even halfway proficient at what you're doing and understand songwriting on a basic level. Um, as long as you're coming with, uh, with the proficiency and the ferocity and the understanding of form, um, 
I'm, it's hard to it's hard for me to be bummed about this. Right. You know what I mean? Now, here's my question: because that song was only a minute long, mm-hmm. there's a couple songs that, on there that are two minutes plus. Yeah. Should we listen to a two minute song because maybe they fuck it up? Maybe they fuck it up. You know what I'm saying? In a minute, you don't have a whole lot of time to fuck it up. Yeah, that's true. In two minutes, you got some fucking freeform jazz in the yeah, middle. Yeah, man, something. you can you can really throw in a lot of bullshit into two minutes. You can make two minutes feel like two hours. Okay, so we got the first one, Saturday night, two minutes forty one seconds. Yeah, that's the opener on the demo. Mm-hmm. Let's see what it is they want to open with. Because okay. maybe they don't want us to like think, hey, this is what we normally sound like. We're right. sucking up. Exactly. Saturday night is our fucking go-to track. Check sure. this out. Okay, cool. So we're gonna we're gonna go ahead and listen to a second track by the choice. Uh, we're gonna listen to Saturday night, the opener off of their Moonstomp session release, and then we'll uh, holler back at you in two minutes and forty-one seconds. June 29th. I gotta get in shape now. Too much sitting has ruined my body. Too much abuse has gone on for too long. From now on, it'll be 50 push-ups each morning. 50 pull-ups. There'll be no more pills. There'll be no more bad food. No more destroyers of my body. From now on, it'll be total organization. Every muscle must be tight. That was the song Saturday Night by The Choice off of Moonstomp Session. Nate? Okay, so again, tried and true. Uh, 35 second taxi driver sample at the beginning of the song, mm-hmm. right? I used to hear a lot more of that sort of stuff. Right. Uh, before, uh, 
you know, the industry got their tendrils into the DIY culture. Uh-huh. Um, that was a much more solid song. Agreed. That song, the first song had my attention. That song had my interest. Right. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. For or sure. is it backwards? I don't know what the fucking line yeah, is no, in Django. Yeah, no, the interest yeah. and then attention. Yeah, yeah, yeah So exactly. that song had my attention. Right. I drive to Indy to see that song. Right. Right. Chorus was a little weird mm-hmm. and janky, but uh, on the whole, that bass, that riff, everything was fucking gnarly, and that tempo was perfect on it. Yeah. Just mean, stalking the streets, hardcore. Right, exactly, which is one of my favorite brands. Um, I mean, yeah, you know, this this is reminiscent of stuff like 86 Mentality, yep. who in turn is reminiscent of stuff like negative effects and that og first wave boston shit i mean if you go back and listen to that boston that first wave of of boston hardcore like dys and ssd and negative effects and last rights and shit all that stuff was just like a little bit meaner yep there was they they kind of i mean not that this element wasn't present in, in other in other scenes but like i think they really pioneered like what we just heard in terms of like that mid tempo stomp yeah. You know what I mean? Like, all those bands had, the, you know, SSD had glue. Right. DYS had fucking, uh, you know, Wolfpack. But they didn't sound mean. Right. Like, not, I mean, yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess. I don't think glue of glue is a mean-sounding song. Yeah. And I don't think of DYS DI songs. Sorry, I'm super tired. Yeah. DYS songs is like mean-sounding songs. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that sounded meaner. Right. And there's, like, there's a snarl to those songs, but, mm-hmm. I mean, Glue, you know, first of all, in, like, the, the tenor of the lyrics right, is not, like, a mean song. Sure, right. You like, know what the, I mean? Yeah, there were a lot of unity tracks. Right, right, right. right. And so, but, yeah, I mean, I, that song, and, 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 you know, but I, I get where you're coming from. Right. Like, yeah, there's a certain, there's a certain nastiness to certain regional mm-hmm. sounds right. in the early 80s. And yeah. Boston was one of them. And it, it comes from, I think, what they, they drew their influence. Like, there's a bit more of, like, just, like, British oi and stuff. Right, exactly. In that sound. Yeah, you sure. know what I mean? Totally. Um, so, yeah, I thought that, I'm glad that we listened to that track because that was, uh, I, I thought that was considerably stronger. Um, also, I was watching Taxi Driver right before I came over here to record this. Um, and I don't know if that's a bit of synchronicity or if it's just because uh, dudes who are into hardcore all have the same incredibly predictable interests. Yeah. Um, both, uh, prop, that one it might be more likely. Well, Taxi Driver's a hard movie. Right. And dudes in hardcore do have a lot of fucking overlapping interests. Sure, 100%. Right? Yeah. Uh, the choice, put this demo out on tape, I'll buy it. Yeah, most definitely. I'll check it out. I fuck with it. Uh, you ever want to come to Indi- Indiana, holler at me. Let's uh let's roll the dice and see what's up next. Nine. Okay, so nine is uh, taking meds. Um, let's see. I'm trying to. So I've been trying to decide what what song I want to do. Um, it's and the Bandcamp is just takingmeds.bandcamp.com. Got it. Um, I think the song. I think the song. I hate you. Um, it's two and a half minutes long. Um, in general, taking meds doesn't really overstay their welcome for what they're doing. Um, I don't want to, I don't want to preface this with too much description about the band because I want you to come in with a fresh ear. 
Yeah, I've never heard this band. Right. So, yeah, like I said, this is my homie Skyler's band. Um, he submitted it, you know, fully with the awareness that uh, that you might roast it. Um, so, let's see, let's see what happens. Okay. We're gonna listen to "I Hate You" by Taking Meds off of their full-length record "I Hate Me," and then we will uh, get back to you. just heard the song i hate you by taking meds off of their full length i hate me nate yeah so those were some uh musicians huh yeah they're very good musicians yeah playing uh playing punk inspired post-punk anthemic sort of stuff right yeah 90s mathy indie rock yeah 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 i don't hate it Mm -hmm. there's parts to it i like right right and I do enjoy good musicianship, decided, uh, despite the fact that most of what I listen to sounds like cavemen beating on a fucking log. <laughs> right. Right. I do enjoy good musicianship. That kind of anthemic stuff either is, is real hit or miss with me. Right. And uh, I'd say this. I bet you I would like that band better if I saw them live. Totally. Because I was thinking like when I played up in Canada and you came with me last year and we saw Single Mothers. Yeah. Like that's a band that I don't listen to on, re- on record. They were really good live. They fucking go off live. I do listen to Taking Meds record, but like, again, this band fucking goes off live. Yeah. And I think you would, I think you would fuck with it. Yeah, that's, that's what I think too. Like this isn't something that if, if, if it came on, 
I wouldn't pay attention to it that much. Right. I pick out a couple things here or there that I like. There's some, you know, there's some good riffs or something in there, and there's some good little catchy hooks and stuff. Sure. Uh, the chorus is pretty catchy, despite the like uplifting anthemic aspect to it. I like the I like the uh, sentiment of the lyrics to an extent. Right. Um, I mean, I remember once somebody said to me, "We're all posers at one point." Right. You know what I mean? And I'm a bit too old to really give that much of a shit about a poser. Sure. But uh, unless you're a fucking beer swilling fucking dad. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You can get the fuck out. That's that's the one group that you have supreme unending resentment it's for. fucking it's mm, boy it's it's parents that want to go out and have a nice fucking time reliving the past at the bar yeah oh yeah if you want to get a fucking broken glass in your face real quick <laughs> right yeah well i mean one of my favorite moments when we went uh to see mk ultra was it was it mk ultra yeah, that yeah, was yeah, playing yeah. the chicago hardcore uh-huh. documentary release yep. and uh Martine got up on stage because it was a lot of older people now married, you know, with kids, family right. people who came back to see the return of the mighty MK Ultra. Right. You know, they're they're coming from their job, jobs in actuarial sciences or whatever right. the fuck they're doing. Right. And Martine got on the mic and said, "Yo, I'm I'm sure a lot of you are having a good night. That's cool. I'm glad you came out to this, but like, this isn't a fucking class reunion. Some of us never left. I've been doing this since the day I started, and I never fucking stopped." If you're treating this like some fucking high school reunion, that's bullshit. Yep. And I, I remember you and I both kind of looked around the room and like a lot of people exchanging uncomfortable gla- glances, knowing that it was uh, almost certainly describing them. Yeah. And yeah. It, it brought me so much joy. Yeah. You could tell there were probably a bunch of people there that were a little disheartened that MK Ultra wasn't selling fucking letter art for your wall <laughs> right. on your fucking brown McMansion somewhere in the burbs of Chicago. Yeah. Or wherever the fuck it is you live. Right. You motherfuckers. <laughs> but anyway, back to this band. Yeah. Now, I don't love it. I don't hate it. Right. It's catchy. It has its parts to it. It's uh, what, I, what I personally consider like bright, sunny day, mm-hmm. summertime sort of shit. Right. You know what I mean? Catches me at the right mood. Sure. I, I'm pretty sure I would like to see that band live. Mm-hmm. And after that, then I'd probably, you know, go back and, okay. Right. I can get that because then I have like a... A bit of a memory to associate a particular song to. Sure. Yeah. Uh, but off off the cuff, you know, it's just not something that would see uh, frequent time on my turntable. Sure, that makes sense. Um, yeah, I'm not going to speak on it too much because uh, I love this band. I love this record. Um, I, I have a an extreme fondness for mathy '90s indie rock like Chavez. And even the stuff that veers more into, like, stuff like the dismemberment plan, all that shit hits for me. Uh, stuff that I grew up getting into and, and was some of the first stuff that I got into that wasn't, like, Oi and 77 Punk and stuff uh, when I was first getting into, like, the early Merge Records catalog and, and Ma- 90s Matador and all that stuff. There were a lot of, there were at least a handful of bands like Polvo and, and, uh, and bands that existed in that world that resonated really really deeply with me early on and i think that taking meds pulls a lot of influences from them so if you did like what you heard uh go back and listen to polvo and chavez and the bands that i mentioned and you will probably like that too um but yeah i'm 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 happy that you didn't roast it too much well here's another thing i have always avoided like just in general that shit right those bands you mentioned i have never listened to them before in my life right generally speaking for me what you might call mathy bands. Mm-hmm. I just want them to get to the fucking point. Sure. You know what I mean? Fair enough. Because I prefer hearing cavemen play fucking 77 Oi. Right, yeah. I get. I mean, 
so do I, honestly. Right. You know what I mean? Uh, th- these days, I'm 150% more right. likely to, to put that on. Like, like, yeah, I get it. Fucking noodle around. Let's fucking go. Right. Get 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 the fuck out of the way. Sure. I feel but, that. But, you know, yeah, this I'm ambivalent about. I think that I'd probably like it better if I saw him live. Fair enough. Let's roll the dice and see what's up next. Um, four. Okay. So this is uh, The Surfs with Songs of Surfdom. Uh, I don't think this is on Bandcamp. I think it's just on YouTube. Um, so it's the channel that this is on is uh, Harakiri Diat. And if you have any sort of interest in the stuff that we've listened to that veers more into the realm of post-punk or caveman-y punk, punk hardcore stuff, you should subscribe to Harakiri Diat. Yeah, and there's a lot of like that new like synth stuff that's showing up right exactly like yeah. D- devo inspired weirdo shit yeah but even like just pure fucking like like filmmaker oh like, yeah yeah pure sure. fucking synth sure stuff. sure sure yeah um so if you if you fuck with that end of the spectrum you should subscribe to this there's actually a few youtube channels that you should should subscribe to um this don't tell them all our secrets <laughs> i don't think they're secret they have uh harakiri diot has fifty two thousand yeah, subscribers it's a good so, channel um you know there's adam vinter um i don't know if he's still putting shit up though it's he's been pretty spotty um uh turn on the tube mm-hmm. uh there's a lot of good and if you if you explore one of these channels you'll certainly end up on the pages of these other ones but it's on it's on it's on uh Bandcamp, but it's under the label name oh okay cool uh what's the name of the label the treaty okay out of germany all right cool oh they put out i don't know how to pronounce it but there's that fucking uh, um molchat doma is that it's like a czechoslovakian or something like that okay um is that it's a synth it's like it's a, a, some of the instrumental shit right yeah i, like I listened to that it was cool yeah, yeah. it was really cool and so they put that out and that's kind of like blowing up right now yeah Okay, so uh, what track do we want to listen to? You can I you can have your pick because I'm just looking at the YouTube link, so it's all on you. Um, uh, well, we were just talking about Persona Non Grata today. Yeah, we were indeed talking about that. So let's go with that track. Okay, cool. So we're gonna hear Persona Non Grata by the Surfs off of their tape Songs of Surfdom. <laughs> Yeah. 
All right, we just heard the track Persona Non Grata by the Surfs off of their release Songs of Serfdom. Yeah. Um, so that's a perfect example of punk and hardcore adjacent. Mm-hmm. Right? Right. That is punk in its in its production, in mm-hmm. its effort. Right. And it's punk in its point of origin. Right. But, I mean, there's fucking, like, dance beats in there. Sure. Loads of, like, electronic and, I mean, predominantly, like, basically disco. Right. Right? In there. Um, but I like that stuff. Yeah, me too. And it's something that if you asked me, fuck, even 10 years ago, because mm-hmm. I, I don't listen to fucking techno. Right. I mean, very little. You know what I mean? I right. just don't. Yeah. Um, I'd be like, what the fuck is this bullshit? Right. But something about this is clicking. Mm-hmm. And it's not just me, because there's loads of bands doing this right now. Right. And most of them, I think, are pretty fucking good. Yeah, I agree. I'm into it. I, I like that. I mean, I'm into that. Uh, I, I'll have to revisit that entire that entire tape. Same, yeah. But the artwork, like all these bands seem to have, again, with they have a same aesthetic, mm-hmm. where it's like really minimal artwork, really high contrast photo, photocopies or like... Um, we'll say like C effort line drawings of things, right? And like images and stuff, like high contrast, black and white, or whatever. Yeah, giving it a pretty abstract feel. The music itself complements that aesthetic because the music is somewhat abstract. Mm-hmm. And you know, if your idea of punk and hardcore and stuff, if your idea of punk, right? Because that's punk under right. the big umbrella, right, the big right. tent. Sure. If your idea of punk always involves you know, ripping distorted guitars and stuff, mm-hmm. then that's going to come totally out of left field on you. Right. And uh, you're probably going to call that disco mm-hmm. more than punk. Right. Um, I, I'm not as versed in, like, where bands like that come from, where that sound comes from. Mm-hmm. So to me, what I like about it is it's completely fresh. Right. I mean, the fucking guitar is played. Mm-hmm. Every single... every. What you can do with six strings and five fingers is played. 100%. Right? Yeah. And there's nothing new under the sun that's going to pop up in traditional hardcore and punk. Right. And that's fine, because I've said before, I don't need you to fucking innovate. Mm-hmm. Imitation is just fine as long as you do it well. Right. Just keep in mind, you will never write a fucking album as good as the Dead Kennedys trying to sound like the Dead Kennedys. Right. You'll never write a song as good as Filler trying to sound like Minor Threat. Right. Never. The die is cast, and that's that. Mm-hmm. But this is new to me, right? You know, I don't have, like I said, I don't have a lot of background in the uh, the uh, sort of like outside influences that are playing a role in that. Mm-hmm. So when I see these bands pop up, generally speaking, I tend to like them. Right? Maybe that phase will pass. Maybe I'll look back at this in ten years and think, "What the fuck was I thinking?" But for me, it's nice because it's fresh. Yeah, for sure. Um, so I, I do have more reference points for what this stuff was drawing from, but frankly, until this most recent boom, there haven't, there hasn't been another era in which there was like what seems to be sort of like a focused scene of bands that was all doing something that were all doing something similar to this. Yeah. Because to me, I hear shades of bands like Swell Maps in this, which is so swell maps was like first generation punk that was playing punk that was way too punk for punks right and the thing that i loved about swell maps growing up is the same stuff that i love about what we just heard and a lot of stuff that falls into this realm which is that the format 
allows it to be intentionally obtuse in a way that is very appealing to me because I love music that will clear a room. Yep. And and I think I said last episode, I am always a fan of music that is too punk for punks. Right, exactly. You know, like, if if uh, you come into the room with an idea of what, what the sound is going to be, mm-hmm. I'm happy to bum you out. Sure. And, yeah, that that is... That is, that's a really good way of putting it. It's like, you know, this is the sort of stuff that usually is going to clear a room at a punk show. Right, exactly. Which I, I, yeah, I appreciate the shit out of that. Um, I mean, I don't know, man. I've liked, I've liked stuff like this since I was a little kid. You know what I mean? I, I mean, as soon as I heard shit like This Heat and The Fall and stuff that was, existed under that punk umbrella but was yeah. pushing outside of it. Right. I knew from the age of 14, like, Okay, this is my shit. These are kindred spirits. Yeah, you know? and, and I'm thinking of stuff like 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 even Wire. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, yeah, I like that sort of stuff too because, again, it's not falling under your standard definition, and it's definitely one of those things where, the the spikes and leather kids don't like it. Mm-hmm. The fucking hoodie kids don't like it. Right. You know, it's just, it's uh highfalutin college music <laughs> right 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 and a lot of these bands are, are you know passers passers through and that's fine you know no what problem i mean with that just put out a couple good demos and fuck off if that's what you're doing right exactly at least uh, at least we got some good good tunes out right and at least like you get me excited about something that basically yeah thinking about it like i hadn't thought about really existed right. you know what i mean and you're bringing in influences that i would generally wouldn't consider to be part of punk right Right, especially like not so much this one, like the jangly guitars and stuff. You hear that sort of stuff, but some of them, I mean, it's just straight fucking techno. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, sure. Um, so yeah, I fuck with this stuff. I kind of expected to because again, like we've we've stated in other episodes, maybe we're just suckers, but uh, I think this applies to both of us. When I see art that looks like this and shit, I, it catches my eye immediately, and I usually assume I'm gonna like it. Well, and 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 I have. I like trying new things. Yeah, as do I. I would much rather, I would much rather, um, well, I, I, I can't say this. This is, a, you know, basically a paraphrase of Kurt Vonnegut. Mm-hmm. But I'd much rather be out there on the edge than in the middle. Right. Because you see so many more interesting things on the edge. Sure. And I'd much rather, what's the worst that can happen? You don't like it. Right. Right. I'm the same way with food. You plop something fucking weird in front of me, I'm going to try it. Yeah. Maybe I like it, maybe I don't. I've eaten some really horrific things that turned out I liked. Right. Right? Um, it's the same thing with, well, hell, when we're on tour or whatever. I am down for whatever the fuck happens. Yeah, same. Like, whatever happens, happens. It's all part of the adventure. And, you know, bad times make for better stories than good times. This is very true. Right? So it, the lore of it is better told and better remembered Right. if disaster strikes. 100%. Right? Mm-hmm. And so... That sort of, I guess, that, we'll say pioneering spirit. I was just about to say, we got pioneer spirit. That pioneering spirit rolls over to, like, hearing new sounds. And you can call it a trend or whatever, Mm -hmm. but, fuck, how many bands do I have to hear that sound like In My Eyes? Right. Two? Right. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, In My Eyes and pick one other. Right. You know what I mean? Sure. How many bands do I need that sound like N.A. or Minor Threat? Mm Mm-hmm. NA and Minor Threat. Right. I don't need to hear a single other band that sounds like the Dead Kennedys. Right. So give me something new. Right. Yeah, I'm with that 100%. Um, Since we are in such great concurrence, let's go ahead and move on to what's next. Okay. Roll that die. I don't know. That was four. 
We already did four. We did indeed. Uh, ten. Okay, so ten. Uh, I was going to do this anyway. At some point, I was going to insert the uh, the premiere into uh, into here, but it's the one thing I don't have up on my screen, so we'll just go ahead and call that ten. Yeah, I, I want to ditch the word premiere. Like, I, I get it. They're putting something out new. Right. But I also want them to understand what they're premiering on. I they're think... premiering on, a, on, a, on an internet radio show uh-huh. recorded by two men that are barely functioning adults. <laughs> Right, right, yeah. With mics set up on a D and D battle map, mm-hmm. and literally a thousand dollars worth of D and D toys, <laughs> right? Let's set call it up what around it is. us, right? Yeah. And I have four baskets of clean, unfolded laundry that I just can't bear to get to. Mm-hmm. So you're not premiering on anything that is an accomplished medium. <laughs> I think they're very aware of that, right? And yeah. so premiere seems to add a sense of gravitas. Mm-hmm to exactly what is happening here. Right. Somebody just slid you a demo that nobody else has heard before. So what do we what do we want to call it instead of that? Let's just call it what's the name of the song? Uh let's see. What is I can't Oh, it's in my it's, it's in, in my it's in your it's in your email. I yeah. can't remember the name of the song. Um, so um we'll just call it a, a first listen. Okay, cool. First listen. That's that's nice and uh ambiguous. It doesn't imply anything really other than precisely what it is. I believe it is The Nature of the Game. Yes, The, the Nature, nature of, the of the Game. game. Uh, so that's the title track off of their uh, EP of the same name. Right. So we're going to go ahead and hear that, and, uh, well, we'll see what we think about it. Right. I haven't listened to this yet, so here we go. I don't make the rules! I just play the game! Trying to survive every fucking day So just roll the dice Then pay the price There's only one rule here It's your life or mine There's only one rule here It's your life or mine It's nothing personal It's just the nature of the game Survival of the fittest There is no escape Nothing personal It's just the nature of the game No one ever said that life was left But things will go your way You can't take death Or escape the fate There's only one way out It's your choice to make The nature of the game Live day by day The
All right, that was the track Nature of the Game by Hushed off of their upcoming EP of the same name. Right, and it was Nature of the Game slash Digital Master. <laughs> That's, yes. Right? So. so I think the second part where we heard that tempo change in that more like mid-tempo, uh-huh. that was Digital Master. <laughs> so so the, the, the files have the tag Digital Master on them because this is the mastered version of the track. But, uh, I don't think that's what it <laughs> but, but Nate begs to differ. Yeah. So this is Nature of the Game slash right. Digital Master. Right. Okay. So what would you think of that? Uh, metallic New York hardcore-inspired song about crybabies. Mm-hmm. Uh, pretty standard fare. Right. Mike Judge on vocals. Yep. Don't love it. Don't hate it. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'll listen to it. Right. If it pops up in your in your car, we're driving around. Fine by me. Sure. Um, you know, uh, I don't, maybe maybe people are hoping that I'm, I'm gonna like really lay into something. Uh-huh. But that's not it. No, definitely not. Um, I mean, that's that's pretty ineff- That's it's hard to be offended by that if you right. like hardcore in general. Right. If you like hardcore in general, yeah. this is your standard fare. Right. right. Um, I mean, this is like, this is like. Um, uh, French bread. This is the French bread of hardcore. Sure. Right? That's a good analogy. It's not the white bread of hardcore. No. But it's like, you know, you you want a nice crusty French loaf yeah. to go along with your uh, chili or something like that. A mm-hmm. nice crusty bread bowl. Right. That's what this is. Sure. Um, don't love it. Don't hate it. It's all right. It serves its purpose. Yeah, it was just dandy. Right. Um, so I feel kind of similarly about this. Uh, I, I will, I will go ahead and say, I like this. Um, definitely some Mike Judge in the vocals, some Judge and New York in general in the delivery all around. It's metallic, but not leaning into crossover metallic. Right. It wasn't thrashy. Right. Exactly. It wasn't thrashy. It was just, you know, Judge fucking killing time that right. vein of, of of metallic new york hardcore that did it that flirted with metal but didn't really go there right um i mean this was competently done um i will say that i i don't know i don't know that i love the the production on it um the vocals are kind of a little bit on top a little bit yeah, on top of the they mix seem, they seem really upfront. my my friend nick uh nick diener did the production on this and so don't don't in any way take this as me not advocating to go to go there. I just don't know that he's recorded any hardcore in his studio yet. So this might this might be his first uh, go around with this kind of stuff. Um, I mean, Nick listens and t- to and enjoys hardcore, but I don't know that he's recorded any before. So um, so yeah. So I have a few issues with the mix, um, but in general, I thought this was competently delivered. The songwriting was cool. You didn't overstay your welcome. You also didn't go for the obvious breakdown where, you know, you didn't go for the modern trope of, like, slowing it down half speed and making a song real boring when it didn't need to be. The, the momentum kept up. Like, even when they yeah. when, even when they did, like, break it down at the end, yep. it wasn't slowed to a fucking snail's pace. Right. It didn't sound, it didn't sound like it didn't belong. Like, basically, right. the rest of the song was just to get you to that point. Right, exactly. Because yep. we've talked about that before. The, like, I don't know if we've talked about it explicitly on this, but there are bands, especially of the of the mosh metal variety or the bro hardcore variety, that this song is literally just a vessel to contain the dance part. Right. And everything in between is merely filler to get to... It's, it's like... It's rote, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's just like, yep. let's insert anything here that works right. on a fundamental level, pay no mind to it, and just get to the breakdown. And like... I, I was having this conversation recently with somebody, but like you can tell the difference between 
hardcore songs that were written with the intention to just make people go off with no mind paid to craft at all, and songs that were written because the people enjoy the genre and they're trying to write a good what they feel is a good song. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like that to me, that shit stands out immediately. And this did not fall into the former category. It's uh, it's clear that they're actually trying to write a banger, and yeah. I laud that. And they're you know? d- they're drawing on solid influences. Sure. Right. You know, I was thinking about that last week. That I think was what not to you know dwell on anything but uh i was thinking about that low-end band last week because i listened to the rest of that and it's fucking dope yeah it's really good and that's what i like about it is the song is not just about the the songs are not just about the breakdown right the song the entire song is crafted and Mm -hmm. every part is important yeah man yeah just slapping a breakdown between two slices of white bread sucks yeah it sucks man and it makes you look like a fucking clown yeah it does it really does and 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 i assure you everybody who's been around long enough can recognize that real quick yep and that's and that is tourist behavior do not fall into that trap if you plan on sticking around for a long time just pick up your instrument listen to some songs figure out how to how to write one right try to write a good one we we got plenty of breakdowns and i assure you if uh if you if you fit a hard-ass part into a song that i generally like and admire i'm gonna go off for it if uh if you just throw a breakdown at me for the sake of throwing it at me I'm going to walk out of the fucking room. Here's the thing. If you can't write the rest of the song and all you can write is the breakdowns, mm-hmm. then just write breakdowns for other bands. <laughs> okay, now right? we're on to something. Right? Ghost-written like breakdowns. Yeah. Okay. Like, if you're fucking making beats, uh-huh. but you can't rap, you just, there's, here, use this beat. Right. Use this beat I made. Okay. Wow, this is a novel concept. Right? Uh-huh. Right? Okay. So if all you care about is the breakdowns, then just write those and provide them to other bands. Man, that's a good idea. And you could put out a sampler of what you can fucking do. Oh, shit. Yeah, you could. Like a mixtape. Right, because your knucklehead fans don't give a shit about the white bread you slap around it. Right. So just give them the sampler of the breakdown. Right. Right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's happy. It's very and true, just yeah. say, yo, you want to you use this? Uh, you know, give me credit. That's all. What about if you, there's no cash payout? Well, if they make money, of course. That sure. goes without saying. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But don't be a dick up front. Yo, if you want to use my beat, give me fucking whatever. Right. My, if you want to use my breakdown. Right. If it goes somewhere, yeah. Get some residuals. Right. But, you know, if that's all you're good at doing, mm-hmm. then just do that. Make a fucking sampler and put it out there. Everybody's happy. Cool. So I expect to see a breakdown sampler uh, come out sometime in the in the course of the next year. And uh, if that doesn't happen, then all of you have failed. And on that note, let's roll the dice once again. Eight. Okay. Eight is Pleather with Summer Dreamin'. Um, the uh, the band camp is pleatherparty.bandcamp.com. All right. So this is a band that was recommended to me, like I said earlier, by Judy and the Jerks. Um, this is another Hattiesburg, Mississippi band. Um, evidently, there is a poppin' scene there. My mom is from Jackson, Mississippi. Um, and uh, I spent a lot of time in Mississippi as a kid. Um, I never... I never would have had any inkling without being directed there that there is a really cool punk scene happening there right now. Uh, because actually, a f- another friend sent uh, sent some suggestions in for some bands, and one of them was from Hattiesburg too. And I didn't want to I didn't want to over top load the episode with fucking like yeah, yeah. Hattiesburg bands, right? But um, 
that's really sick because Mississippi is kind of a desolate wasteland in many well, respects. Well, there's a few things going on, right? Number one, the internet right. is the great equalizer. Sure. Everything is much more egalitarian. We talked about how there's not a lot in the way of regional sound anymore. Right. And that is lamentable. Sure. Right? But this is one of the good things about the, um, I guess, the, I don't want to say use the word dilution, mm-hmm. but the, um, uh, the distribution Right, the ease with which stuff can be accessed is right. yeah. I guess we lose the regional sound, but you see kids that otherwise wouldn't have, have heard this shit sure. popping up everywhere, right? Mm-hmm. And you get the founder effect. You get one dope band started, mm-hmm. right? You get one dope band started and one house venue started in a town like Hattie's, like Hattiesburg, Mississippi. I've never been there, right? Right? Why the hell would I want to go to Mississippi? Sure, yeah, right. right? Unless you got family there, or you already live there. There's no real, there's no real draw. So, but you, you know, you got one dope band. One good house venue in, in Hattiesburg, Mississippi, and that nucleus, that's the founder effect, and you just grow from there. That's the mm-hmm. seed that's planted. For sure. Right? Yep, it takes one determined group of people yeah. to just kind of push through uh, because it's going to suck at first and no one's going to come. And if you're doing something cool, eventually people will. And, and the dope thing is, like those little, in my opinion, best shows I've seen, best shows we've played, most fun I've had has almost always been in those smaller towns out of the way sure the big cities the only re- the only thing that's good is getting fucking records and eating decent food mm-hmm. right but by and large usually the shows are like eh, everybody's fucking over it right you know what i mean um there just doesn't seem to be as much like random enthusiasm for whatever deigns to come through the town Right, like, so doing shows at my house, getting so many young kids coming out, like 16, 17-year-olds who have never been to house venues. Like, I've had several bands tell me, like, they have kids come up to them and, like, genuinely thank them for coming through. Yeah. Because it's just, like, they... Simply the idea that somebody decided to go out of their way to come to Fort Wayne, Indiana, is, like, is just this brilliantly inspiring thing to the 16 year old kid like why the fuck would you want to come here but you did and so i i do think you get like a a type of enthusiasm that can't exist in densely packed urban areas because of the ease of accessibility right so um i i feel that 100 i mean i like playing bigger cities too sometimes if the shows go off you know what i mean i got nothing against them no i got nothing against them but usually i don't see as much like just random abandonment and and enjoyment 100 in big city shows yep um, so, uh, so what, uh, what song do we want to listen to? Um, let's go with, uh, well, their opening track, Billy, seems to be kind of like on average, mm-hmm. you know, at least the, the median song length here. Right. 141. Yeah. Let's go with that. Okay, cool. I don't feel like it, it doesn't seem like it's going to stand out as an off the beaten path intro track, mm-hmm. right? It looks like. This is an example where somebody's going to try to open with their best track sure. and catch you right away because it's right in the middle length of everything else. Cool. All right, cool. So we're going to listen to Billy by Pleather off of their release, Summer Dreamin'.
that was the track Billy by Pleather off of their tape Summer Dreamin'. Nate, what do you th- what'd you think? So, in the 90s, mm-hmm. early 2000s, when I was a much younger man, mm-hmm. and my masculinity depended upon the way that people perceived my outward projection. Right. Walking around campus, you know, in like combat boots and some BDUs and an excruciating terror t-shirt. Mm-hmm. I just listened to both those LPs the other day. Fuck, that shit's so good. They're great. Yeah. Right? But I'm walking around in an excruciating terror t-shirt mm-hmm. and I'm wearing some, you know, fucking cut-off camo pants or something and some combat boots, right? Right. I'm trying to look abrasive. I'm trying to let people know it's it's like aposematic coloration on a fire-bellied toad or a, or a poison dart frog. Right. Stay the fuck away from me. Sure. Unless you know. Right. Unless you know who the fuck excruciating terror is, <laughs> don't you fucking talk to me. Right. Right? Because I want to appear as bristly and hard as possible. Right. And so I'm fronting. Sure. Right? I would listen to that secretly. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Right? Uh-huh. I'd listen to that secretly. And that would be... There was a lot of like... So, like, to me, that sounded like a lot of, like, mid-90s sort of jangly college rock. Totally, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. That... Outwardly, like, Coke Corbain had just fucking nuked his brain. Right. And, like, I was laughing about that as people cried in the hallway. Because, I personally, I did not actually care about Nirvana that much when it happened. Sure. Revisiting, and I'm like, yeah, I guess Nirvana was pretty dope. But you know what? Who gives a shit? Right. Right? In the in the long run. Sure. It's not like I still am going to cry. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Right? Yeah, I think you're past that point. You know what I mean? Yeah. But, like, you know, whatever. He's just another asshole. <laughs> right? <laughs> I guess. I'm. I will circle back around the pleather here in a yeah, second. Yeah. Okay. Right. But you know, there were lots of people that were listening to airy, jangly, you know, '90s rock. Mm-hmm. I mean, even like, you know, like the skater crowd and stuff. A lot of us would listen to D Junior, but I wouldn't wear a D Junior shirt. Right. I'd wear that excruciating terror shirt. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For sure. And not that I was a download D Junior fan. I'm just saying. Yeah. But that I would listen to secretly. Mm-hmm. In my room at night, <laughs> or in my car with the windows up, and enjoy every second of it. <laughs> but then, if somebody got in, I'm like, oh, I gotta hide that fucking tape. You know? Right. I gotta make sure no one sees that. But now I'm a grown man, mm-hmm. and we've listened to a few weirdo things this past couple weeks. Mm-hmm. Um, I like that a lot. Yeah, it's fucking. That's awesome. uh, dreamy, weird. the The photo of the band. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all dressed in white. They all got grins on their faces. It looked they don't they don't look like they're trying to be hard. Right. And I do genuinely miss, despite how fucking hackneyed, right? You know, you, you could think about like how stupid it is, like the go back and look at like this the, the slacker style, I guess, of the nineties. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And it looks fucking hackneyed. But what I do like about it is there was room in there for everybody to be a little fucking weirdo. Totally. And there doesn't seem to be that much of it anymore. Mm-hmm. I don't know which member of the band it is. He's got his hair up and maybe his hair is just, maybe he's going bald. I don't know. His hair looks like shit. We'll put it that way. <laughs> okay. Right? And he's pointing at the camera and he's smiling. Uh-huh. He's having a good time. Right. That's all I want to do. I just want to have a good time listening to music now. I don't need to front. I don't need to be prickly. Right. If you don't like the fact that I listen to Pleather and you think that somehow that makes me a poser or false, that's cool. Right. I'm still going to listen to it and uh, enjoy my day. Sure. So, yeah, I like that. Yeah. I like that 100%. Um, yes. Well, so, <clears throat> first of all, we just took a uh, 
an intriguing journey through the the world of toxic masculinity and growing out of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and God, you got guys, you got to do it. Yeah. You got to do it. Yeah. I know I know you want to be, you know, you you want to you want to be ignorant and you want to crowd kill. Mhm. But um shit's dumb. There should you should make room in your life for pleather. Make room in your life for pleather. Make room in your life for just being a little goofy. Right. And uh chilling. Stop fronting so much and have a good time. Agreed entirely. Um, and on that note, I had a great time listening to this song. Uh, this is my favorite thing that we've heard tonight. This is so squarely in my lane in yeah. every way. I fucking love it. Uh, as you already mentioned, notes of 90s jangly college rock stuff. Um, very much in the sort of K Records, twee pop world. Uh, stuff like Beat Happening and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved this. I loved. I loved every second of it that I heard. I was pleased. It made me smile. This is the type of shit that I listen to when I just want to feel good. This. This is definitely. So I said that taking meds is like sunny summer day music. Mm-hmm. That is definitely summer sunny summer day music. Totally. If you're feeling a little bit of winter blues, mm-hmm. put that shit on and sit by a nice window on a sunny winter day. Yeah. Right. For sure. And like so, there is. A, a bit of a boom in sort of uh, '90s college rock nostalgia right now, um, but not not really this brand of it. It's more the big guitar stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's it's leaning in a little harder into the lo-fi edge. There's more bands that are are starting to ape guided by voices and Sebado and stuff, but there aren't a lot of people that are doing the like the the more jangly twee pop sort of stuff yeah. in the early 2000s there was a revival of it but it was like a hyper polished pre-packaged ready to be put on a starbucks pick of the week sampler cd type aka shit. false right and it sucked um i, I mean I, I i revisit some of those records and it's just i mean like a, a band like lost campesinos or something like that right like i can listen to it it's totally unobjectionable but unobjectionable to my ears but on the same token it's so clear that it was engineered to be sold to a particular type of person this is just to me like a genuine exploration of a sound that these people clearly really dig and they're executing in a way that brings me bliss yeah it doesn't sound like they're trying to instill nostalgia in the listener right even though it may it may as well inadvertently do that right right yeah exactly but it doesn't sound like it's it's a it's a trite effort to do so. Sure. Yeah. Of all the stuff that we listened to tonight, this is the one that I'm going to put on in my car on my drive back to my house tonight. Here's a weird thing. Speaking of toxic masculinity, uh-huh. you and I, you know this about me. There's a 75% chance that I don't like that if it's a dude singing. Yep. I was going to, I was going to bring that up. Yeah. There's a hundred percent chance that I like it if it's a woman singing. That. Yeah. Yeah. That's that. I, I have, the, when I first found that out about you, it it sh- it shocked me a little bit because so even for the first several years of our friendship, I did know I did know bristly you, you yeah. know, and I I knew oh there's still plenty of bristly me around oh 100 percent but I knew I knew only that I knew yeah. the outward projection of of hard impenetrable exterior would never have assumed that you actually I remember the first time I even realized that you were into to to shit that wasn't grind and power violence is my old band was practicing uh, Project X cover in the oh. basement of the Harrison house. And I came up, and you were like, man, I fucking love that 7-inch. And I was like, do you? 
And you're like, yeah, it's fucking great. Yeah. And I was like, oh, shit. You got one of those early boots of it. Yeah. So, uh, so, so over the years, yes, I've discovered, picked away at layers and discovered more and more things about you. And one thing that you really, really love is uh, jangly pop fronted by, fronted by ladies. Yeah, I am. I am a Fabergé egg <laughs> of diverse tastes packed inside a uh, black iron exterior. <laughs> Yeah, that's a very good way to put it. Um, but yeah, I love that shit. I, I can't wait to l- listen to the rest of that too. Yeah, I don't know if that's even on a physical format. Um, I think it is um, because uh, Homeboy from Judy and the Jerks that hit me up said that um, he put it out on tape. But I think it it might have been it might have been a, a tour exclusive. Oh, I need to fucking track some physical copies of their shit down and buy it. Yeah, for sure. I would really like to have this on a cassette. Um, hint, hint. Right, indeed. So. I think we got time. I think we got time for one more band tonight. Okay. So this has been an uplifting night. Has it? I mean, we haven't really laid in anything. No. Maybe that's a bummer to some people, but honestly, I just can't take the hate all the time. Right, yeah. Sometimes I want to feel good. I mean, I don't feel good about feeling bad. Mhm. But I do feel good about hating. <laughs> It's a that's not so that's a complex thing that some people might not be able to parse. Right. I know exactly what you mean. Right. I know. Hating doesn't make me feel bad. Right. Hating makes me feel good. It makes me feel good. Right. But the stuff that I hate makes me feel bad. <laughs> yeah, okay. Right. Yeah, like I said, you it's it's you're threading the you're threading the line there that not all of our listeners may understand the complex nuance of. Well But I get it. This is the uh this is the benefit of age. Uh huh. You uh, gain the wisdom to pick through the Gordian knot of stupid shit like that that swims in your brain all day. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah, that's one of the benefits. Okay. Next next band. Damn it. Two. Um, we already did two. Two was, uh, right, pick one. Two was the choice. Okay. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna flip a coin. Uh, D ten. Now we're going to a D two, <laughs> aka a penny. How about this? We're roll roll a, that D ten again, and if it's an even, I'll pick one. If it's an odd, I'll pick another. Holy shit, this is dumb. <laughs> it's an even. Okay, so we are going to go with a one minute run to close out the night. Okay. Um. So the the Bandcamp is one minute run dot I can't imagine there's more than one band called that. I can't. I can't imagine that there is. Um. So the the split here, the even and odd. Again, I don't like I don't like to make a lot of prior judgments, right? But if it was even, so it was yeah, going to go to the band. You were band. hoping we were going to land on this. I wasn't. Ho- I, I was not necessarily hoping because I actually really, really, really want to listen to the big laugh demo because it fucking looks awesome. The art is fucking great. Everything about it is like keep it in the track for next time. Yeah, I'm going to keep it in the queue for next time because it looks super, super in my lane. Um, and one minute run uh, looks like it couldn't be, couldn't be, you know, further from my. Well, life. I'm gonna tell you what I think. I I need to fucking watch my step because uh, I'm looking at their promo shot, mm-hmm. and the guy in the red shirt already looks like he wants to kick my ass. Yeah, he's oh yeah, he's got a bit of a he's got a bit of a stink face on. He does have a bit of a stink face. I didn't even fucking say anything. Right? Yeah. Fuck, dude. Chill out. For real. You, you you need to listen to the last bit on the podcast and maybe not take yourself so seriously. Everything's gonna be fine. Um, so what track do we want to listen to? They're, um, they're all over three minutes. Three, two of them are over four minutes, and one is over five minutes. Okay, so 
Um, I'm thinking either Quicksand because Quicksand rules. Great band. Or Barn Burner because they're gonna set. A, it might be like Icarus here, <laughs> with the, with a name like Barn Burner. It yeah. Could be anything but. <laughs> yeah, that's possible. Okay, um, let's do Quicksand because it feel it, it it falls right in the middle of the release. Okay. Um, all right, cool. I like I said, I don't like to. Well, I I just about lied. I almost said I don't like to judge a book by its cover. We do it all the time. I do nothing. I can except for when I when when we are in public. I do nothing but make private jokes to you, <laughs> based yeah. on judging yeah. every what, book by what, its cover. What did I say about that woman earlier? To look like she was a human suit filled with little animals <laughs> earlier today. Yeah, the way she was moving. Yeah, yeah. I mean, she could have an actual legitimate debilitating disease. Right. And here I am laughing about how she's probably a human suit controlled by little <laughs> mice or weasels. Well, I feel like I get, I, I, I have carte blanche at this point to go ahead and make fun. Like I can, I can throw the fucking the gauntlet down because, technically, I have a, I have a disability now. Yeah, people won't fucking know that. You got this shit on your face. That's more than enough for people to lay in on you. That, that is very true, and I, I, I encourage it, frankly. Yeah. So uh, let's, uh, yeah, let's do quicksand by One Minute Run off of their EP of the same name.
Uh, so that was Foo Fighters with farting out of my middle-aged ass. Um, <laughs> the last thing that you... <laughs> the last... The last... <laughs> I was not prepared for that. But also the last thing that you said before I fucking press record was that you weren't going to come for it that hard. <laughs> the song, the, the fake song title you go with is farting out of my middle-aged ass. I don't know. That's coming for it's, it pretty hard. It's about what it sounded like. Listen, guys, Foo Fighters is already playing this sort of shit, and I wish they were dead. <laughs> you wish they were dead? Like, yeah, I do. Like, actually dead? Yeah. Okay. Right? No one who gives a fucking shit about Foo Fighters. A lot of people. A lot of people that like shitty music. Yeah, that's true. I like a, the first record a lot. A lot of people that like shitty music give a shit about Foo Fighters. Uh-huh. And, uh... Well, I don't. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. I want to know if these guys know bad looks, because uh, you guys are from the same neck of the woods. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's time we just uh, start bulldozing <laughs> those two cities into the fucking sea. <laughs> um, yeah, cool. You guys are good at playing your instruments. Um, you can do a really good Dave Grohl impersonation. Right. Uh, looks like you've really studied the formula to writing a Foo Fighters song. Who gives a shit? <laughs> right. So, like, <clears throat> as well as with bad looks, um, these guys sent me a very courteous message. They, whoever the the, the person I uh, I got the message from was extremely nice. Um, seemed to enjoy what we do on the podcast, and I'm incredibly grateful for that. So, I just want to remind everybody that the digs we we take at this shit, it's not personal. Uh, I'm a big proponent of separating the art from the artist, and that uh, goes hand in hand with hating the band of somebody I might very well like in real yeah, life. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that that's that's true. There's plenty. I mean, whatever. I'm gonna fucking dig at you about farting out of your middle age ass because that's what that was. Right. Yeah. Um, but undeniably, undeniably. But um, you know, we were even talking about this early tonight. When you preface something with well, it's, they're nice guys in the band. Mm-hmm. Then you know that everything's downhill from there. Right. Right. So I'm not, yeah, yeah. Like when you preface that, you know, well, you guys seem perfectly nice. And maybe you did. You didn't talk to me. Right. Um, but boy, no fucking thank you. That is not hardcore. That is not punk. That is um, dumb. Yes. Yeah. So <clears throat> that yeah. is overproduced extremely derivative predictable money music that's probably going to make you money at a local bar right and if that's what you're doing cool right um but that ain't for me right that's that's uh that's for fucking middle-aged professionals that got a babysitter for the night and want to go out and you know basically like let their hair down yep yeah, uh, that's. I, I think all of that is is pretty much directly on point. Um, so yeah, so this was self described uh, as, as punk slash hardcore. Now I want to make every attempt to uh, respect the genre pronouns of people that send in their music. Uh, I don't want to try to 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 gatekeep punk and hardcore too much here. I I'll but, take I'll take that. Well, I'll, I, I will bird shoulder that mantle. Well, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna step up. And uh, keep the enemies from the gates with okay. you on this one because this is not hardcore in any way, shape, or form. No. Even if every other song on your record is, let's say, three times as aggressive of this as this song was, 
It's still not hardcore. Still not hardcore. Um, yes, the Foo Fighters comparison is obvious but accurate. Um, so one thing I, I noticed from the jump um, before I even came here to record when I read the email was that they sent along an electronic press kit. Now, for those outside of, uh, who have no real experience in the music industry, um, an electronic press kit is a, an artifact of a, of a forgotten time, days long gone, when people gave a single fuck about your promo shots, when people gave a single fuck about your bio, and major labels were actually signing bands like this. Uh, I hate, to, I hate to tell you guys, but that EPK is not going to get you signed to Atlantic in 2019. That time has come and gone. Mm. As Nate uh, already pointed out, this is music that will go over very well in the local bar, um, but this is not finding its way to the radio. There's no, and I'm telling you this because that is clearly your aspiration, right? If you wanted to play punk and hardcore, you would. You would, because you're clearly not doing that, and let, I'm going to go ahead and give you guys the benefit of the doubt. That you are people perhaps with a background in punk and hardcore? I No way of knowing. Right. I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt here also that you're fairly intelligent people. So let's just be honest between two grown adults here. You're clearly going for a thing, and that thing is to be successful. And that is not punk and hardcore in any way. At all. Um, that is like seeing an ostrich. Right. And calling it a penguin. <laughs> yes, exactly. So I, I have no problem if punk and hardcore and punk and hardcore adjacent bands become successful incidentally because their music is very good. That happened. That happens from time to time, right? In the 90s, that did happen. Major labels picked up a shit ton of bands. Right. Quick, uh, fitting to the name of this song, Quicksand. Right. They they had a major label record. You know right. what I mean? All these bands had at least one. Yeah. S- like Civ, maybe? Sam I Am. Right, yeah. All these bands. So, What's interesting is that was when things turned to shit. Th- this is true. But so, so like I said, if, if it's an incidental side effect of you playing music, right. whatever, cool. I'm not right. mad at your success. But, but if is... you set out to succeed... Right. We have totally different goals in mind, a totally different ethos, and a totally different understanding of what punk and hardcore encompasses. And, and, and if, if, like, I looked them up on Discogs. Right. This is their only release on Discogs. It's their first one. There's no info information about any of the band members in Discogs. Mm-hmm. So maybe, you know, it's a brand new band, I, I'm assuming. Sure. But it's the only release. That's your first release. Mm-hmm. It sounds like that. You are definitely going for a thing. Right, because also, like, so in the press kit, it opens up. The, well, first of all, this language looks to us. One, one minute run looks to establish themselves as one of punk rock's most dynamic and refreshing forces. Again, first of all, you're looking to establish yourself as a thing, not punk rock. Unless you're looking to establish yourself as adversarial to the people in the room, not punk rock. Uh, a gruff and unrelenting sound combined with melodic aggression. They bring high energy music, unapologetic lyrics, and an undeniably accessible sound. Now, There's your problem right there. <laughs> There's your problem. There's your problem right there. <laughs> Number three. Undeniably accessible sound. Right. Because there's no fucking room for people that don't belong in it, in punk and hardcore. Right. And, and I guess the other way of putting it is, you shouldn't, it shouldn't be something that you just 
passively give or take. It should evoke something in you. It shouldn't. And, and by nature, that that isn't always accessible. That isn't right. accessible. Exactly. Right? Like you need to hit a fucking nerve mm-hmm. in people. You know. And I I'm all for hardcore. That you know, as long as it makes as long as it drives a wedge into the room. Right. And it, it makes people feel something. Right. That makes you. That makes certainly doesn't make me feel anything. Right. Other than um bad (laughs) right right yeah um that that makes a couple episodes ago i talked about like dude at work Mm -hmm. you know what i mean hey what kind of music you listen to and starts prying and that's my least favorite fucking conversation sucks don't talk to me that's the fucking band he wants me to hear right hey check this band out i don't know what band it was a couple weeks ago that i brought that up but uh, Uh, it was it was like the metalcore band with the sort of black dahlia murder yeah 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 Yeah. so like that's the hardest shit he's ever heard right but this dude you got to hear this this band slays right they played popsicle fest last last (laughs) week uh it was really fucking good the wife and kids we had a great time kids were dancing it's awesome (laughs) dude the the accuracy with which you can deliver that line like those lines is it like it really pains me because it's clear how many times you've had to have that conversation. Yeah, and it and it give it gives me fucking PTSD because I recall all of the times I've had to have that fucking conversation right. and just kind of nod politely and be like, "Yeah, man, that's not that's not really my shit." Yeah, not really my shit, man. Oh, your kids are that's cool, huh? Wow. Sucks that they're gonna inherit a wasteland, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep on keeping yeah. on. It's it, it's really cool that uh, you introduced your kids into this growing dystopia hell planet that we're building. <laughs> um, I guess you won't have to worry about what it looks like when they're your age, but uh, you know, cool, huh? Take your kids to the punk show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I mean, <clears throat> I think at this point, anything else that we can say about. Um, what, what is what is this band called? One minute one, run. One, one minute run. Um, I wish that it had only been a one minute run. Instead, it was a four minute run. And, and I, I hated wish each, <laughs> hated each progressive moment even more. If your song, if you, if your music was, if your if your band name was an apt description of your song, mm-hmm. it should have been one minute long, and it should have made me feel like I just sprinted for a fucking minute. Mm-hmm. Then I'd be into it. Yeah. Right. But that. Fucking hell. Yeah. That just makes me feel like, again, I am at the, the eating some cue at uh, a middle-aged professional's backyard, and he wants to put on some rock, but nothing that's too out there, nothing that's really going to turn off the guests. Right. Meanwhile, I just want to put on fucking Sea Hag by Burning <laughs> Witch and let everybody, make everyone fucking leave and then burn the house down. Right. Yes. I mean, it just uh, it's two it's two sensibilities that couldn't be uh, further removed from one another. Yeah. And again, so I, I think talking about this too much more is beating a dead horse. But uh, to sort of wrap up the sentiment uh, that that you and I both share about this, <clears throat> um, the nicest way I can put it is, hey, good effort, guys. Have You're, fun trying to make money. Right. Who gives a shit? Yep. Hope hope you succeed. But uh, this could not be further from anything that I have even the remotest, most passing interest in. And please don't come to kick our asses because uh, that guy in the red shirt looks like he doesn't fuck around. <laughs> yeah, he looks a little grumpy. Yeah. So, sorry to make you grumpier. Um, so, <clears throat> on that note, um, 
I guess we'll go ahead and wrap up. We do have, so not really housekeeping things, but a couple ideas. So uh, a few people, uh, a friend suggested this, um, and I think that we're going to roll with it. It was actually uh, it's actually uh, homeboy Chris who runs Dog Years Records. Okay. Um, he suggested an idea uh, to do a Google Voice phone number so that people could call in and uh, and give us some feedback. And we are not the first ones to do that. Um my homies on Worst Possible Timeline do that, but I think Nate and I were talking before we started recording this episode that interactivity is a feature of this podcast that I really enjoy. I like receiving emails from people, even if it ends up being shit that I hate. I like I like having those correspondences. Um, I like seeing what people think that we might like and dislike. It's uh-huh. interesting to me. Um, and like in general, I like interacting with people in in the scope of punk and hardcore when it's like when it's like this, right. right? When it's all, everything is sort of in good faith. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's it, it's sort of like, um, was it 97 and 98 at the Morton Music Fest? Mm-hmm. A suck didn't want to play the main stage right. in Columbus. Mm-hmm. And so there were, I don't know, hundreds of people at the fucking fest. Right. And they thought that they would try to be more punk by playing in somebody's backyard be amongst the people. Right. Well, I always like it when bands play amongst the people mm-hmm. and the crowd is right up on the band and that's what we want to do with this show sure i will say that that was a total fucking dick move by a suck because they were the closers for the fucking sh- for the fucking fest it was one of the main bands i wanted to see right and uh, i didn't get to see them because we didn't have fucking twitter or anything it was all word of mouth and so suddenly it was like well where's the suck they're playing some house where i don't know that's fucking bullshit. <laughs> right. And you know what? Fuck you, a suck. Because I didn't get to see you at that fucking fest because you had to pull that dick move. You thought you were being, you know, egalitarian and punk rock. You're just being a bunch of, bunch of fucking dicks. There you go. But we're not like that. We're not like that. We want to be in amongst the crowd. We want you fucking stage diving on us. We want you fucking up in our face. I've always said I would rather get hit in the face by a 15-year-old at a house show than stand up on a fucking riser at a bar and look at a bunch of losers swilling beer. Yep. Any day. That's that's not even a contest for me. Um, So, yeah. So, sometime in in the course of the next week... Um, I'm gonna set up a uh, I'm gonna set a nu- set up a number, and you guys can uh, call in with your uh, your comments, your complaints, your rebuttals. You know, if we uh, if we flamed your band and, and we think that you did you you think that we did you a disservice, go ahead. You know what I mean? We can take the heat. Um, hit us back. Um, so as soon as that happens, I'll be posting stuff about it on uh, on all the uh, appropriate social media channels and letting everybody know. And then on the next episode, we'll go ahead and plug it when we have a number so that uh, so that it reaches everybody that it's intended to reach. But other than that, I think that's about it. Um, the Patreon is doing super, super well. If you're interested in contributing to that, it's just Patreon, patreon.com slash demo listen podcast. Thanks again to everybody who's contributed so far. It's really fucking sick. And uh, we got some we got some cool things that we're planning. Hopefully, um, we'll be to, doing another uh, Patreon exclusive episode next week. Yep, yep. It'll be dropping next Sunday along with the uh, with the next episode after this. Um, so yeah, thanks thanks again to everybody who's listening. Um, tune in next week, and uh, hopefully we'll get around to big laugh next time um, because ended on one one minute run was. It's not how I wanted to go out tonight. Hopefully we'll have some big laughs in general next time. <laughs> Indeed. We'll, uh, we'll holler at you next week.